Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. Somebody say amen. Amen. Wow. So, thank God that we've entered into the month of November. Amen. And the Lord told us by prophecy that November is a month of divine honor. Yes. Scream and say, I claim it. I claim it. I receive it. I receive it. And I take it. I take it. The Lord is good. So All the time. We will do that which God wants us to do. Amen. And then we proceed from here. Amen. But I sense in my spirit that you are living with a testament. Hallelujah. Oh, do you believe that church? I believe. I, I, I sense in my spirit that there's going to be a manifestation of the sons of God here. Amen. And God shall bless us. Right. So let's do this. So before I get to preach here, let me just um, say this here and I, pro- I proceed. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Apostle Paul says from the scriptures that the days are getting evil. If that makes sense. Another version says the times are getting perilous. The days are getting darker. If that makes sense. Yes. The coming of the Lord is drawing near. If that makes sense. Yes. Anything you can predict is called a tomorrow. You know, sometimes I realize that what the church calls revival in the heavenly kingdom is the normal act of Christianity. Let me break it down again. We may come to church and we may define the presence of the Holy Ghost based on our standard. But that doesn't mean that what we think of the service is God's prescription here. Am I communicating? You realize that the modern day activity has been reduced to our understanding, to what we call anointing. And God says no. Because right now, if we are to raise a cripple from a chair, the place will be screaming, shouting. But in the days of old, it was the norm of the day. That was a lifestyle. They brought Zion upon the earth. So they would applaud to see a lost soul come into the church because that was their mandate. Healing of the sick was a mark unto them. If that makes sense. Uh In those days, they would want to see a place of character in a man called the apostle, not the anointing alone. There was a father figure that spoke and said that people shouldn't blame young ministers for lavishing wealth because they saw the fathers do the same thing. He said, how many fathers will go to a city where nobody will sponsor them, but they go for the lost souls. But they realize that a father figure will stand behind a puppet and appreciate a man who will have thousands of crowds. So you realize that move has diminished. Now what I'm saying in church, God wants people to understand that outside God, you don't have anything else again. You must love God unconditionally. That is the place at the top. Oh, God is good. You know, the way believers are getting to feel comfortable about living double lifestyle, forgetting God, is a pity here. It's a pity. It's a pity. Because, you know, the reward of the wicked is never fruitful. 
In fact, it's shameful when you behold the end of the wicked. Don't only think the ultimate punishment is hell. It can even start from the earth. He didn't get to me. The Lord told me the day the Holy Ghost departs from you, hell has begun with you. Because it is the Holy Ghost in your life that gives you a foretaste of God's experience. Heaven is not just where God lives. Heaven is the experience of God. You don't get me. You were created by God to live in the life of God. Am I teaching you? Everything that should give you hope should be gone and nothing else again. So the very moment you are not chance to walk in that thing that gave God's glory, you are walking in hell. I'm not talking here. We can't see. So a believer only understands to pray when we come to church. They come fast. It's a pity. They just are getting it. My father told me this, and it's very true. He says, people in this part of the world, which is Europe, we can't experience God. Because men serve God at comfort. That passion to see God has died. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh, <laughs> I'm not talking here. Even if I decide not to preach, this should be called an awakening to your soul. That, that passion to experience God has died. Because some way, somehow, you are comfortable. I'm telling you, you might think you are, you are not at peace with yourself because of the present pain. But somewhere, somehow, the intensity of your prayer will tell us if you're passionate at all. I'm telling you. No. If your child, they've died, you know who they phone and pray. No. You don't get to me. <laughs> when you are battling between life and death, you forget everybody. You don't get to me. I've seen cases in the spirit. You know, Whenever I speak to you about intimacy, I'm, I'm a product of that. Years ago, I was there when God told me that the land has seen your impact and they want to fight your existence and they will start from your father's documents. I was in school and God told me that you hear bad news today. When you cry, you are giving the victory to the enemy. He says, I will not tell you when it's going to end. But if you don't stay faithful, I'll be disappointed in you. That was a cry. From nowhere, there were attacks that came everywhere. Whereby we're supposed to leave this country. And God says, stay. It was uncomfortable. At that time, daddy lost his own mother. Things were tough. How do we make things happen? And God says, stay uncompromised. It says, the beauty for tomorrow. If you defy yourself, heaven will be heavily supported in you. Sometimes, eh, it is in a place of pain that God gets to see you. When things are too okay, when things are too comfortable, he, he can't trust you. Power is given to hungry men. I'm telling you, you, you don't get it. You don't get it. No, you haven't gotten to that realm yet. No. <laughs> Whereby you close your eyes and pray until things happen to you physically. <laughs> you don't get me. No, you haven't gotten to that realm yet. Whereby you pray and figures begin to change in the spirit because pain better that passion. Oh, am I communicating, church? No, sometimes people are too okay. If you are too okay, you can't pray well. Remember I told you that in this kingdom where you come from, in Zion, comfort is an enemy. 
Daddy told me this. He says, the enemy is not just interested in your fall, but also in the disgrace heaven goes through as well. Because every man that walks in glory is representing heaven. So when you fall, you are shot to the enemy. The enemy is glad and God will cry. Because it took God time to entrust you with his integrity. So just imagine that you prayed for babies and now the babies came, you stopped coming to church. And now you are taking the babies to parties. And God says, how? But you, you back this baby on the altar. And now you are enjoying the life of the child in the party. You were disgraced to hell. I'm telling you, church. No, look at me. It will always take God time to trust a man. Because anything you can't predict is called tomorrow. Oh, am I communicating, church? No, you know, gradually, you realize that issues of life can cause a man to forget God. Yeah. Who was that? Your sister brought some new sons to church. Very rascal boys. Rascal boys. I was shaking them up. They came and said, how do we trust that the Bible in hand is true? And I said, how old are you? 21, 23, 19. Rascal boys. I said, Kai, see how the enemy has spoiled their life. At 19, you're asking me that how true is the Bible? And I said, you call this one your friend? Oh, hello? He said, because a human being wrote the Bible. Were you expecting dogs to write Bible? No, wait. That thing you read that gives them a degree, who wrote it? A dog? <laughs> no, won't you be shocked if a dog is writing? You come and see a dog saying, and God says, honor your father and mother. You'll be shocked. <laughs> no, you know, you know, honestly, you realize that that need to understand the passion to serve God in humility, in he has died. People can experience that. The Lord told me this. God told me that his status as God has not changed. But the status he has for men to come into God. Every day, the act of men keeps changing that. Tell you. Because back in the days of the early 80s, there was nothing like social media. Your friend was the garden. It was in the bush. If that makes sense. When you wake up, the first thing is God. The last thing is God. In the afternoon, it is God. You don't get it. My late grandfather, God used him to deliver somebody when somebody got electrocuted. Now, you know, back in Africa, not in Europe where everything's okay, you can see a physical wire. And if you don't take care, you may hold the thing. Right. Now, the thing was heated though. And then somebody mistakenly held it. And the person was in the water. Now, this was death. The person died in the water. Everybody was scared. My grandfather began to pray, entered into the water, took the wire off the person's hand, and brought the person back to life in the water. Now, nothing happened to my late grandfather. Nothing happened to him. Now, the woman is using now. Now, if you look into the pond, you could see a clear thing that the, the lady held something. Now, look at me. The presence of God is way heavier than electricity. You don't get me. It is like it is like 
The lion seen Daniel. Now, they saw a lion factor in the life of Daniel. Because the one that protected Daniel is called the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, when physical lion saw a spiritual lion, the physical lion had to bow before the spiritual lion. Oh, am I communicating? You know, when you love the Lord, everything about you speaks for itself. I'm telling you. When you are in for God, everything speaks for it. I came to preach to somebody here, ladies and gentlemen, that God wants to raise lovers of the gospel. God wants to raise men that will love God. Pastor Paul says, what shall separate me from the love of the Father? Is this death? Is this sickness? Nothing, 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 nothing. Joshua said, as for me and my household, we shall praise that my God. Give the Lord a shout, somebody. Ah. Oh. Am, I, am I communicating? No. The way we are defining physical Asset as the ultimate sources of life is a pain. Somebody has a car, <laughs> and they can tell you, like, ah, Ross, this thing got gone. I like, forget. When I began the Domino Movement Online, I had too many insults from people. Too many. Too many. Because most of these people, they came from Presby, Catholics. They knew nothing about this thing called charismatism. When you prophesy, ah, the guy in the CFO, but he's very nonsense. How can I see everything about my life like that? God is good. <laughs> God is good. Yeah. So a lady joined us and I prophesied to them that God will give you a child. And the guy said, Kai, I took the guy is fake. The guy couldn't see your womb is out of you. The man said, I know what this man of God told me. It is very true. God is good. After nine months, I kept receiving a phone call from somebody. The prophet of God. Please, I want to ask God to forgive us of our sins. Because we belittled the God you said. He says, you told us that God gave us a child. But I had cancer of the womb. So they took my womb out of my body. So I had no womb. So it was impossible for me to give birth to a child. But today, I'm seeing a picture. Now, I saw a baby that looks like the husband. The man says, I want to thank God for your life. I want to give my all to you. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. We know about 400 in Cameroon. The guy paid for that and said, I have repented of my sins. You know, church, you must live in God's glory. That men can tell God in you. Church, hear me well. Gradually, our societies are getting defiled. Yes, you would have gay teachers teach you at school. Hello? You would have lesbians lead you in authority. So just imagine the person heading the country is infiltrated with sin. What happens to the country? Oh, God is good. It will shock you that they will be telling your children to choose between the gender they want to be, either man or woman. Yes, that is the world we are entering. We are in now, sorry. Oh, God is good. Uh-huh. 
You see the way the COVID vaccine make you get scared there? You don't live right and let rapture take place. Oh, did you hear me? You don't live right and let rapture take place. When the first church goes and the enemy comes as president, this one you'll be scared. They'll tell you either your forehead or your hand. And the Bible says, he that received that will never inherit the kingdom of God. You don't need a man to tell you this in which we are. That these are evil. Now, it was very difficult to see somebody that 31. It's very common. A musician just lost his son at three. You know, evil has entered the world. When evil happens, death takes place. People die like that. People die uncontrollably. That's life. That's life. Of late, we've had so many issues in Ghana. And I was praying, and the Lord told me that the land is filled with blood. Where some pastors who are looking for power are sacrificing human beings. Did you hear me? Yes. And the people are also criticizing pastors, are also living double lifestyle. Because in their Bible, in their own Bible, they taught that to look at your pastor to go to heaven. When the person that models heaven is Christ, then get me. Oh, am I talking here? Have you realized that people who have true knowledge about God can't criticize pastors? They need are getting evil. They are getting darker. Yesterday, I was back from Germany. I was too tired. I sat in my chair and then God ministered something to my heart. I shocked myself. I've been reading the post. You know, whenever I release a post, I read the post myself. If that makes sense. Now, sometimes they are so deep that I would have to let Mimi help me trust because they are so deep. They come out so deep. The Lord told me this. He says, whenever you see an ungrateful person flourish, don't jealous whatever they put. David says something profound that never be envious of the results of an evil man. For just as the way the flowers or the trees sprouts up during the summertime, in the fall, they will go down. I'm telling you. Truly speaking, until God has made a man, he can't give a man. And that's one thing people don't know. Only few people are living the true sources God gave them. Because they've been built spiritually, not just physically. You don't get me. You see what the prime minister of London did? The day he was asked to give a speech to the people, he first brought his Buddha idols and then lighting up candles. Yeah, he's telling you that what he's doing today didn't come today. Somebody is planning to do it. And he must physically and publicly honor what he serves. Oh, I'm not talking church. The days are getting evil. The Bible says the people of Sodom descend until God came to hear their cry. You know, the, the earth understands the power of holiness. You don't get me. The earth was created in honor of God's reality. So when something is evil, it must vomit it out. Now, check the sea very well. If you throw anything filthy at night, it will bring it out again. Oh, you don't know. Try and throw a dead body into the sea. The sea will find a way to bring it out. That's how the earth operates. 
He says, and I came down to hear the cry of the lamb. You don't join the crowd to do what they're doing. Be exceptional. Uh, am I talking here? Be, don't, don't join them. I don't know, but it's, it's people are getting persuaded day in and day out. People are getting persuaded day in and people are getting persuaded. Persuaded every time. And there's a cry in heaven people can tell. Today, I'll preach on the topic a woman's greatest mistake. Oh, God is good. People can tell. It's a pity. It's a pity. Hey, hear me clearly well. The word God hmm, means he's a man all by himself. He doesn't need you to be God. Rather, you need you to be man. Oh, <laughs> am I communicating? Yeah. On Sunday after service, I was told that an old woman came from Nigeria and she'd been coming to Germany, Mannheim. That my father prophesied to somebody that brought her to church. They said, No, no, they don't want to hear my father's prophecy. They want to hear me. They want to see me. I'm like, Ah, this is my funny. The one that gave birth to me has prophesied to you. You know, the fear grace. <laughs> oh, God is good. So the woman came to me, grandmother. She's like 78. She came and then she knelt down. I said, hey, mama, you want to kill me? Please sit down. Now, she speaks pure Yoruba. So her son had to translate for her. I began to speak to the lady. And she was like, she said she had a dream three weeks ago that a young boy who wore white was telling her life and then led her to Christ. So she told the son that if I don't see this man, I'm not going back to Nigeria. Now, she told the man of God, please, I'll be very glad if you can stay after the time I leave Germany because I feel that God brought me here because of salvation. God is looking for men. Even at 78, God is still concerned. Oh, say, Lord, I am ready. At 78, now, the lady said that I have told them things nobody has ever told them. I said, Prof, how do you enter into the archives of the spirit and you bring out something of 60 years ago? How? He says, you are very young. Now, the woman began to tell me the age of her great-grandchildren. He said, Prof, you, there's no way you ever know about this. That is God. There is something when they come by. It's called favor. It's called grace. It's called mercy. It come by. It come by this. Anytime you wake up in the morning, know that time is on your side. And before you sleep, know that anything can happen to you at that moment. <laughs> you don't get me. Uh, this thing called Christianity, God has no respect for your own emotions and will. Did you hear me? Because where God wants men to dwell, if the emotions will stay with you, you will kill God's presence. This life, hmm, minus Jesus, is risky. It's meaningless. No, how? How? 
on earth does someone live life without God? How? Such an awful experience. How? <laughs> then he was saying something profound before I came to church. He said that, I mean, here, he was saying that God loves anyone who understands the kingdom when they have to submit their will to him and they do whatever they ought to do for him. Now look at me, church. We may come to church in numbers and you may pray unto God. Only few would have their voice be echoed in heaven because they understand the purpose of the kingdom and not you. When a man is a child in God, you are only possession oriented. He only wants for you. When you come into maturity in the spirit, you know what matters the most is God's heartbeat and not yourself. So there are people that God can't deny them access because they lived for him and not for himself. So somebody will come to just, and will, they, they, will, they will sweep here. You might think they've got nothing to do. That's the kingdom assignment. It's called the kingdom come agenda. You don't get me. <laughs> now, the first Richard, richest billionaire that ever came to USA said it was a cheat to give God 10% and take 90. So he gave God 90 and took 10. In less than nine months, he made him a billionaire. His friend says, your work gave you access, so you stopped paying tight. You became the poorest. Until you back again. You can't change God's path. I'm not talking here. Look at me, church. A time is coming. Everything will bear witness that the truth was spoken to you. You didn't hear me. But that told me that you may be anointed. And you might think the anointing is God's proof of love. He said, don't be deceived. The Bible never said God loved Jesus. God loved the world and not Jesus. So he gave his son. So when you feel the anointing and manifestation is a proof of God's total love, you'll be deceived. Because God can even use a pig to speak his word and drop the pig. You don't get me. He says, if you choose not to save me again, I will command stones to save me. You didn't get me. Whenever you are asked to do anything in God's house, it's a plus to you, not him. Don't get me. Uh, Wait until God opens your eyes to see what happens in the spirit. You cry for yourself. I'm reading a story. I'm in a book. And a man of God said that he, he went to heaven. And then he was complaining to God that, God, my burdens are many. My cross is heavy. God, you are, be, you are becoming something else to me. I'm a young man coming up in life. Why are my battles heavy? God said, that's fine. Follow me to this room. So he followed God to this room and saw many crosses there. And God said, okay, that's fine. So pick the cross you want to carry. And he went for the smallest cross. And then God told him that, ah, but that's the exactly thing you've been holding all this year. He said, ah? He said, how come I'm holding the smallest cross I'm complaining? He said, what about the biggest? He says, the bigger ones, they live in Africa with you. He said, some had strong crosses, heavy crosses, and they were still comfortable. Life is a journey. But that journey must end in heaven and not in death. If that makes sense. Because truly speaking, men don't die. They only transit into where they came from. 
A wise man said, leave right so we don't lie on the day of a funeral. If that makes sense. Yeah. My last word, and I pray for you. I bless church. Clap your hands together for Jesus Christ. Right. Hear me, church. The enemy never gives anything for free. What the enemy will take away from you, the worth of what the enemy takes away from you, it's is 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 ten times deeper than what you once had. You don't get me. You know, I, I'm speak. I'm taking my time not to preach mysteries here. So everybody get the message. You know, Adam didn't know what he had. He, he didn't know what he had. I was praying to God, asking God for the meaning of destiny. And God told me that never in your life think that destiny is just a destination in life. I see people coming to realize what is meant of them. He says that is another side of destiny. But the very ultimate decision or definition or destiny is the life given to men in the spirit. I said, why? He says, watch this. He says, man did not come from the dust. Man came from the spirit. The dust was only used by God as a supporting system to who you are. He says, if you think you are man because of the flesh, you are dead. You are of the spirit and of the flesh. You don't get me. That is why after you leave this earth, the, the, this flesh can't go with you. Your originality or your, your true identity is your spirit man. Now, God told me that in the realms of the spirit, because every spirit will have to be judged based on the sin that came upon the earth, he gave man a choice called your will and emotions. He allows you to deal with your own emotions but he gives you a reversal point. He tells you, live by this statement. If you don't do, you have now retracted yourself from your source in God. There are people today, they chose their own life and they left God's presence. Yet, they attained what they want in life. And God says, if you use your sources as a means of God's proof, you fail. Because what will matter in life is what he called you to do. So, destiny is eternity past into eternity future. You don't get it. Can we have mothers train their kids on how to pray? That is the sources of the kingdom. You don't get me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've been to meetings uh, whereby these children, they have no proof of character. And they have master, I mean, they hold master degrees. And, and their mothers are happy for them. If that makes sense. Because they feel that child must go to school. Hallelujah. Perfect. Don't get me wrong. Anything my must go is disgrace. <laughs> Did you hear me? Anything my must go is what? It's disgrace. Let's Thank you. 
and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And our website is www.benjaminfodger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. The vision, the mission, the passion. The passion.